Game at my place? Tis the season, the football season. Gathering for the game. Food on every tray. This buffalo dip so good. Philly green cheese all the way. Oscar inside buns. Or out of fries with Heinz. What fun it is to watch and shop with food of every kind. Oh, oh football days, football days, football days are here. Oh, what yum it is to share a Velveeta dip with cheers. Celebrate the football days with all your game day faves at Walmart. FAN, the fan. Good evening. Welcome to Vikings Rewind on KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. I'm Nordo from 9 to noon. And Vikings Rewind is always presented by Omni Viking Lakes. You can book your stay today. Just go to omnihotels.com slash Viking Lakes. I love doing Vikings Rewind after a Vikings win the day prior. And I'm on a roll and the team's on a roll. Five consecutive wins, five in a row for the Purple. They beat the New Orleans Saints yesterday, 27 to 19 at U.S. Bank Stadium. They are now six and four and firmly in the playoff mix. It was the first start for Josh Dobbs. We got to see him, unfortunately, due to the concussion to Jaron Hall, but you got to see him beat the Atlanta Falcons. Now you got to see what a full week of preparation would do for Dobbs in this game and this offense. And all he did was have a career high in passing, no fumbles, no turnovers, another rushing TD, had a throwing score as well. Uh, A beautiful day for that offense. And uh, you'll get to hear from Josh Dobbs. He was interviewed after yesterday's game by Vikings Entertainment Network's Tatum Everett. Uh, You'll also get to hear from DJ Wanham, who joined PA 9 to noon earlier today. Fifth sack of the season accumulated yesterday by Wanham. Uh, But first, let's rewind to the action. Vikings get the ball first yesterday against Derek Carr and those Saints. And they start out on what looks like a very promising drive. Eight plays, 53 yards, but it stalls out. Greg Joseph for the field goal. Joseph, 13 of 17 on field goal. Snap spot from 40, right hash, and it is good. So 3-0 early on for the purple. Then the teams exchange a couple of punts, and it's the Saints' turn to kick for three. 48-yard try, right hash, snap spot. Whoopie, the rookie, the kick is good. 3-3 early on, and that was kind of the game that I thought this would be. A lot of settling for field goals. Kind of a grinder of a game. The idea that without Kirk, that this offense was going to have to win some ugly games. Both defenses, Saints and Vikings, playing exceptionally well. So off to a slow start offensively. Boy, was I wrong as the Vikings on their ensuing possession, 11 plays, 75 yards, just a handful of minutes into the second quarter. Ty Chandler with his first touchdown. A couple of receivers left, two out to the right, including Nikhil Harry. Ty Chandler, he takes the direct snap. Sprints to the left. after the extra point, and this is kind of where it felt like this Vikings team was off to the races. They immediately force a three and out that featured that sack from DJ Wanham that I mentioned, his fifth of the year. Love that. Saints are punting. And then Vikings offense, about nine plays, 82 yards, like clockwork, four and a half or so off the clock. Just three minutes and change left in the half. Joshua Dobbs finding his legs yet again. Out of the shotgun on third down. Cam Jordan got around the right tackle. Dobbs looks, sees nothing. Now he runs out to the left. He points to somebody. Turns to the five. To the end zone. Minnesota to a 16-3 lead. 
So now it's 17-3. And then there's another three and out by the Saints. And just inside the two-minute warning, chance for more points for the Vikings offense. How about seven plays, 76 yards, just about a minute and a half it took, waning seconds of the first half. The blowout is on. Dobbs takes the snap out of the shotgun. Straight drop. Throws to the end zone. And touchdown! A 28-yard touchdown to T.J. Hawkinson. Wow. And Dobbs has beaten them by land. And he just beat them by air. 23-3 Minnesota. 24-3 at halftime. Dobbs, 40 yards rushing at the half. Team has 300 yards plus of total offense at the break. So you like that? I used the term blowout, right? Well, not so fast. Vikes do force another three and out, and they kick a field goal with their first possession of the third quarter. So it's 27-3, early third, but then things start to get weird. Saints, 10 plays, 75 yards, about five minutes in total drive time. Derek Carr leaves with an injury. He wouldn't return. Jameis Winston comes in mid-drive and immediately connects with Chris Olave. Jameis Winston awaiting the snap from veteran center Eric McCoy. Trailing by three touchdowns and a field goal. He's back to pass. Leaps one to the end zone for Olave. He caught it. He came down for a touchdown. Wow. Chris Olave back right of the end zone. Well done, young man. It was the perfect throw, and unfortunately, Byron Murphy not able to win position in the back of the end zone there. Olave with the touchdown, then Alvin Kamara plunges in on the two-point conversion. It's 27-11, to and the Vikings offense kind of struggling at times, getting stuck for most of the second half yesterday. Now we're exchanging punts, and the Vikings do get the ball near midfield. They get stuck, however. Greg Joseph misses from 54 on the first play of the fourth quarter. He's now 3-6 on the season from 50-plus yard field goal attempts. Uh, but that gives the Saints a shorter field heading the other way. And it's nine plays. It's 56 yards, just a few minutes off the clock. Everything working for Jameis in that offense. And he finds some dude in the end zone I had never heard of until yesterday. Third and eight from the Vikings 15. Jameis with a straight drop. Now he floats out to the left, eyes into the end zone, throws all the way back to the right to Perry. It is a jump ball, front right of the end zone. In Well, one, one. the back judge said touchdown. The side judge said incomplete. Well, they, we, we have, it's Perry with his first National Football League touchdown, all right? A.T. Perry, a rookie from Wake Forest, he's 6'6". They matched him up against uh, the smaller, I believe, Makai Blackman, and, uh, no, Byron Murphy Jr., and Perry went up and came down with it. <laughs> it was kind of hard to see exactly what happened, you know why? Because everyone was looking at the other side of the end zone. Go watch this replay if you didn't see it yesterday, and you'll be questioning and scratching your head just like I was in the moment. Like, how on earth did Jameis see that guy with the way the play was rolling? He's moving towards one side of the boundary. And uh, an A.T. Perry, again, I hadn't heard of him until yesterday. Uh, Michael Thomas, by the way, uh, I believe leaves the game with a knee injury, and maybe that gives more reps to the AP, uh, A.T. Perry types. Uh, but other side of the field, Jameis finds him somehow, miraculous throw. Not sure anybody else in the league would have even attempted it. But then now, that touchdown, plus the two-point conversion, it's 27-19 Vikings with 11:40 remaining in the game. Another Vikings game, another sweat. But of course, the Vikings do come out on top, you know that. But it wasn't exactly the most electrifying finish ever as Vikes punt, Saints punt, Vikings punt, Saints pick. Winston on third and three. Hit as he throws. Lost one to the right side. And 
Massive play, his first career interception. Makai Blackman, the mid-round draft pick out of USC, the rookie making a play. And, and you heard that in the highlight, too. Just over three minutes to go. Let's move the chains and, and get out of here with a victory. The Vikings go three and out. So the Vikings punt. But then it, this is a career in which Jameis Winston, one of the greatest arm talents you can find in the NFL, he can make those perfect throws, but he's always going to give the other team a shot. And yesterday, just two plays later, pick. Saints trying to win three in a row. Vikings trying to win five in a row. And Winston goes back to pass. He's going to throw one center of the field. Intercepted! And the Minnesota Vikings get a high five! Turning it over there, the Vikes would go three and out again. Uh, Jameis Winston heaves a beautiful Hail Mary ball into the end zone, but nobody catches it. Game over. Vikings victorious, 27-19 to the final. Joshua Dobbs, career high in passing, 268 yards. And uh, the one touchdown that you did here to TJ Hawkinson also had the rushing score. Ty Chandler, and unfortunately there were some injuries yesterday. So Jordan Hicks, uh, he suffered a, a shin contusion. Which sounds super painful. Uh, he left the game, would come back, but ultimately had to go to the hospital, it sounds like. Kevin O'Connell spoke to the media earlier today about it. He may have uh, suffered from compartment syndrome. So he had a minor surgical procedure done to relieve either fluid or swelling or something up. He, he is likely not to play at Denver. So Jordan Hicks... Uh, our leading tackler in the season that he's having. Uh, something to watch here in terms of his health moving forward. Alexander Madison concussed, and he had eight carries for 27 yards on the day. Ty Chandler uh, getting all of those reps because of the Achilles injury to Cam Akers. He had 15 carries for 45 yards in that direct snap touchdown highlight that you heard. We even saw Kenny Wongwu running the ball. A couple of carries for nine yards from him. Uh, monster day from TJ Hawkinson gritting through that rib injury, 11 catches, 134 yards, and a touchdown. Uh, may have been his greatest play a week ago, carrying tacklers for big yards against the Falcons. He had a similar play today, perfect connection from Dobbs, right down the middle of the field for a touchdown as well. TJ Hawkinson playing super high end at this moment. So the Vikings are 6-4. and four. Next up, the Denver Broncos, but there's still time to analyze that. Uh, when we return, you're going to hear Tatum Everett chat with quarterback Josh Dobbs in the locker room after the victory from yesterday, as well as pass rusher DJ Wanham. He was on 9 to noon with PA earlier today. We'll play that back for you. Uh, but first, before I go to the break, uh, Friday football feast. Let's get after it, and let's go to Buffalo Wild Wings Coon Rapids this Friday. Join PA in charge of B-Dubs Coon Rapids, 9 to noon, Friday football feast. It's presented by Coors Light. You can enjoy food and drink specials and a chance to win Vikings tickets and more. Go to vikings.com slash BWW for a full schedule and details. Uh, more Vikings Rewind brought to you by Omni Viking Lakes. That's coming up next around the corner on KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings. Rewind on KFAN. To you by Omni Viking Lakes right here on KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings Radio Network. Nordo here from 9 to noon and a couple interviews momentarily. But first, you can join our guy Mike Musman at Cowboy Jacks in Bloomington. For Vikings country, tomorrow night, Cowboy Jackson, Bloomington, 5.30 p.m. It's always presented by Miller Lite. He's always going to have super cool player guests there as well, so look forward to that. Win great prizes as well, including tickets in the Miller Lite Lounge at U.S. Bank Stadium. So all kinds of fun up for grabs. Go to vikings.com slash vikingscountry for more info and a full schedule. And while you're there, you can talk to Muss about 
Josh Dobbs and how cool this revelation has been over the course of the last couple of weeks. Josh Dobbs gets the victory in his first start as a member of the Vikings yesterday against the Saints, and he found Vikings Entertainment Network's Tatum Everett down in the locker room. Take it away, Tatum. Definitely fun when you're winning, and that's really a lot thanks to you, your ability to get move around. How much freedom, or how nice is it to have the freedom to be able to make the choice? Like, if I'm in a bad situation, they're going to let me use my athleticism, and the fact that they trust you that much to do so. Yeah, you know, it, it's awesome to have that freedom in the offense. It's awesome to, you know, feel the trust of the coach coaching staff obviously a week and a half into my time here um so yeah you know they, they call really good plays they put together really good plans and that's the player out there man my, my job is to go through progressions or someone open take it take advantage of those looks on the field but when there's not protecting the football but make plays keep the chains moving forward and so you know, that's obviously part of my skill set and it's been great to be in an offense that lets me thrive with that you know being able to throw the ball but also run and take advantage of looks when, when they're given by the defense what was the difference in comfort level I feel like it's a silly question, but the difference in yeah. comfort level from last week to this week. Oh, it was night and day. You know, last week was kind of, you know, you're looking out there just not guessing, but, you know, you're you're looking out there um, praying that you're making the right reads and checks and just trying to play fast and not play uh, negative football. Then once you get your feet under, you then go play, right? This week, really from the jump, obviously being able to get reps with the offense and throw to the receivers uh, before, you know, game game time allows to have more comfort and freedom. Just to be able to go out there and play effortlessly, you know, go through your reads, be comfortable in the pocket. I thought the O-line, man, they did a tremendous job all day, like giving me time to go through my progressions and then when stuff wasn't there, be able to make something shake uh, with my legs. So being able to just be around just a, a wealth of playmakers help and so um yeah i'm excited to keep pushing forward with the team yeah, you saw my next question because with with you in the game they've only had one penalty which is just incredible you know no false starts no holding none of that what can you say about the effort that they have or how the togetherness that they play with man they are awesome they're a fun group to play with just their energy throughout the week uh, and then when you get to game day just how you know it runs through them you know they're able to you know, on the line of scrimmage, do a great job of keeping clean pockets. And, you know, as a quarterback, man, like, you are a point guard. And so the goal for me is to get the team in the right play, you know, quickly have the logistics covered so then everyone can just play football. We're not worried about lining up. We're not worried about all those all those things. So everyone else can just go play football, and then I'll handle it uh, once the ball snaps. So, yeah, you know, it's, it's great to be around these guys. They, they've taken me under their wing um, and, you know, allowing me to thrive um, with some great complimentary football. What is something that you've done the past week to get to know them better, to get to know this locker room better? Yeah, you know, it was cool. I, so I found out on Thursday, the O-line goes um, out to eat somewhere each week. And so I was still holed up at the hotel um, on Thursday and they were eating dinner downstairs. So I got a chance to walk over and we watched the Thursday night football game just to hang out and, you know, talk about informally everything that's gone on throughout the week. Talk about the craziness of, you know, the dynamic during the game. And then also, you know, get prepared to go out, have a great Friday practice of preparation and get ready for this game right here. So, you know, I'm trying to get around as many teammates as possible. Also, I'm trying to, you know, get the offense, you know, under my belt as quickly as possible and so you know just getting to know them will come with time man and you know i'm gonna exhaust every single opportunity to be able to be around my teammates and and you know how to study that's not a thing you've been in the league before um has any of your habits changed with this uh the quickness that you've had to learn yeah. and maybe in this situation yeah i think you know it's it, i'm always open to ways of um you know changing my habits i will say you know i rely on them and not not much has changed you know just going through the situations that i've gone through in the past they prepared me to be 
able to quickly get an offense under speed under my belt and go out and just play good clean football so those uh, situations you know throughout them all you know I've always been refining my study habits you know trying to find ways to create uh, some mental reps if I'm not getting the reps or I am getting the reps I've been getting able to get a lot more reps lately but always finding ways then to talk about you know what ifs what if situations that could occur on the field yeah. so you know as I continue to progress man get get more reps under my belt it will only get more efficient only more efficient and as we progress through these weeks there's a potential of Justin Jefferson returning I know that's a name you probably have heard before a few yeah. times you've obviously met him here at the facility what would it be like to be able to get him back for you for this offense in the coming weeks man it'll be awesome obviously watching from afar He's, he's a heck of a playmaker. I was in Detroit like two weeks last last year. But one of the games was against the Vikings. And I remember like just standing on the sideline. I watched him like every single rep, just watching his route running, his ability to make plays, get open. Um, so adding that obviously back in the offense that is clicking pretty well right now obviously helps. He's a tremendous playmaker. Um, it's been, but I will say, you know, Obviously, coming in, you know, and knowing who he is, right? It's been awesome just watching the teammate that he is. Like the amount of energy he has on the sideline, we're making plays, shoot, in practice this week as he's been able to get back around the team. It's been great to see that energy. And so, then having that energy on the field, I know it will only help us continue to make strides for it. That's Josh Dobbs with Tatum Everett from yesterday, immediately following the Vikings' victory over the Saints. And then this morning, after getting his fifth sack yesterday, PA had to chat with pass rusher DJ Wanham. Correct me if yep. I'm wrong here, because I've called all your games, that this is the best overall season of your career. What What's clicking so well for you? Oh, man, you know, just over the years, man, I've, I've just put in the work uh, that comes with this game. And uh, just having guys, you know what I'm saying, mentors like Jadil and uh, coaches, you know what I'm saying, just being in my corner, man, I'm just able to put it all together. Um, I feel like, yeah, this is definitely a career year for me. Um and we're just getting better. You know what I'm saying each and every one. Right, and and you said some game. You said some things after the game yesterday that that I'm going to want to hit on near the end of this a couple of minutes from now. But you mentioned inspirations like players and coaches. Uh, what what does defensive coordinator Brian Flores ask of you uh, at weekly, and like how does he want you to play? Uh, you know what I'm saying. He just brings all of my athletic traits out and uh, my potential. Um, be Wants me to drop in coverage, which I do, uh, which I'm able to do because of my speed and athleticism. Obviously, rush the passer and then play the run. You know what I'm saying? And just my experience from having him being my third defensive coordinator and just having, you know, what I'm saying two other defensive coordinators, it has allowed me to just put all that together in this system. And Coach Flores allowed me to flourish uh, within his scheme. Okay, and now to another coach because you you have a new outside linebackers coach this year, and you know Mike Pettin, the assistant head coach, former defensive coordinator with the Jets, head coach with the Browns. I mean, Mike's been around the block, and and he got thrust yeah. he got thrust into this position early in the season. So, like working with Coach Mike Pettin, how how has that helped you? Man, it's just his experience. Man, he has a a big overview of what's going on. You know what I'm saying? Footballing, just him allowing us to see what offenses are doing before it even happens or just him, him allowing us to just see what, you know what I'm saying? Different like schemes and little small things that the offensive linemen and quarterbacks do just to allow us to know what's coming before it happens. And just him having that allows us to go out there and play even faster. Uh, D DJ in, in basically half a decade, you know, you've seen a lot and, and, and what I'm getting yep. at here is, I mean, really myself, 
nobody has seen what is happening here with this third quarterback. And now all of a sudden we have a quarterback who can pass. And oh, by the way, if you sleep on him, he'll run for a hundred on you. And, and, right. and the defense is completely in anything we haven't seen either. So, so with all of that said, through all of that, DJ, do, do you find the best leaders are the ones who stay calm? And I'm talking, I guess I w- it would be coaches mostly, but those who stay calm, those who don't panic, and those who don't like hyperventilate in very difficult situations, are you learning that those truly are the best leaders? A hundred percent. Nobody can think when they're a hundred percent emotional, angry, anything. You can't think your best when you're at that stake. So just being able to be calm and being able to make changes on the fly like Coach Flores and Coach K.O. Uh, that they do on a week in and week out basis, man. And it's it's really just showing up on on the defense. You know what I'm saying? Even that last drive the Saints had, like we didn't panic. You know what I'm saying? We were calm entire entire drive, and we went out there and made plays when we had to. All right, last one. We got a minute. Uh, I heard Tatum Everett with Vikings.com interview you from the locker room yesterday when I was driving home. And and paraphrasing right. what you th- said, I, I just thought of and not only was it touching, but I mean you you just really opened a vein here when you're like how much you guys love each other and how much you don't fear change. And, and you know, there, there, there is an overhaul. There are things that are happening within a season that even you never have seen, but it's how tight you guys are is what's helping you win games. Can, can you elaborate on that a little bit? Yeah, man. Uh, just the brotherhood that we've built, you know what I'm saying, over the years and us being able to, Obviously, adding key pieces over the years, but us like having like a nucleus of the same guys that have that have been here for two and three years, and just us hanging out, you know, what I'm saying, doing things that don't even relate to football, you know, what I'm saying, going out and just exploring, you know, what I'm saying, Minnesota, and us even coming becoming closer brothers that way has allowed us to go out on the field and be like, yeah, man, I'm gonna play to this guy to my right or play to this guy to my left because I know that he's been through this and he's been through that, and you know what I'm saying, I know that he, I can trust him in the situation. And, this allowing us to to build that relationship house, man. It's just you can you can tell on the field we play for one another. Mm-hmm. Uh, when one guy go down, it's another guy ready to step up and go in and and execute a job at the same level. And you know what I'm saying? It's just the sky's the limit for us. That's DJ Wanham with PA during nine to noon today. It wraps up Vikings Rewind presented by Omni Viking Lakes. And you know what? You can rediscover fun again in Omni Viking Lakes Hotel. The playlist is endless. They're just steps from the Vikings headquarters and training facility. Book online. Go to omnihotels.com slash Viking Lakes. And the Vikings are six and four, and everything's kind of fun right now. Five in a row. Josh Dobbs looks awesome. Justin Jefferson on the verge of returning. Will he return this Sunday at Denver? Next up, at the Denver Broncos, it's Sunday night football. And we got it covered for you all week, leading to kickoff on Sunday evening. I'm Nordo. Thanks for listening to Vikings Rewind on KFAN and the Minnesota Vikings Radio Network.